This is Morgan Hazelwood, back again with more writing tips and writerly musings. Today, I'm here to share with you tips for sustaining tension in your writing. Now, last week I talked about giving characters agency, but that's not all that editors and agents request. Another thing they ask for is tension. If the reader doesn't have a reason to care what happens next, you've lost your tension. Wait, wait, wait. Before we get any further, I need to clarify why conflict does not always mean tension. You hear a lot about how stories need to start off with conflict, but that's not quite true. What your story needs is tension. A fight or chasing can provide conflict, but it's really just an unsubtle way of giving your readers tension they can understand. And you have to be sure it's actively forwarding the plot. If you've ever seen The Matrix 2, think about the opening fight scene that went on and on and on. Now, I'm an easy audience. I don't typically critique while watching. I want to buy in to the world and the story. And I'm very invested emotionally in even the cheesiest of stories. Plus, I have a very well-honed startle reflex. While watching The Matrix 2, before we hit the 10-minute mark, I was leaning back in my chair and sipping my soda, waiting for the fight to finish so we could get on with the plot. So, with that caveat, let's talk about types of tension. First off, fights. Secondly, arguments. Third, deadlines. Four, curiosity, but not true confusion or you'll lose the readers. Five, what Scott Andrews likes to call disquietude, where something is a little off. Six, unanswered questions. Ah, and the list goes on and on. There's a lot of ways to build tension or lots of different types of tension. So how do we build this tension? Most of these should be familiar for just writing tips, but here we go. First, get into the scene as late as possible and get out as soon as the scene's main character decides their next action. In Game of Thrones, Clash of Kings, there's a scene where Daenerys uh, has just met with a council and they gave her a not the answer she was hoping for. So she comes back and she's raging about this meeting. And the scene ends when Daenerys decides what to do next before letting the reader or viewer know what she's decided. So of course we have to watch on. Um, so fight scenes are not tense by themselves. It's the stakes we're fighting for that adds tension. Hinting is better than showing. Think about horror movies. Once you show the big baddie, there's a level of, I could, calculation, plotting, I could get that guy, you know? Um, back to the basics. Another way to add tension, the main character wants something that they can't easily get. The main character is invested in something, emotionally, physically, financially. It doesn't matter what combination of these three, but you know it's the character's weak point. Another way is the scenery. 
Have your metaphors say more than just the comparison. Add preferences, etc. Um, look at your verb choice. Is there something more precise that could add to the mood? Next, the five senses, building on scenery, have the sights and sounds, smells, tastes, and touch enhance the tension and mood. Another way, contrast. Is everyone except for one character tense and worried? What do the rest of the characters know that this one guy just hasn't figured out? Or is it the other way around? Does your main character have all this tension while everyone else is relaxed? What does he know that the rest of the world doesn't? Another way, have something be obvious to the reader that the main character doesn't react to as expected. Either they ignore it or they, something is off. Proximity, both time and distance, as you get closer to the goal or the deadline, affect tension. And pacing, shorter chapters, shorter sentences, more action. You can crank up that tension right there. So as we said earlier, you don't always want to ramp it up. So there are many ways to lower tension other than playing with the things above in a reverse kind of way. There are things that do lower tension either intentionally or not. Writers often start off their novels writing scenes and chapters that go before the story even starts. Y you want to cut those and start where the story starts. Um, writers fulfill the reader's expectations with no twists. If the story is predictable, people are gonna get bored. And humor. There's a reason gallows humor exists. Can you guess? If you guessed breaking the tension in real life, you'd be right. So those are all ways you can lower the tension in your story. So remember, you want to keep the tension in your story to compel the readers forward. But as with any genre, sustaining high tension is exhausting. You need to give the readers and characters time to process the plot points. By playing with the levels and types of tension in your story, you can make a book that your reader just can't walk away from. These notes come from the Balticon 52 panel, Sustaining Tension in Your Writing, featuring writers and panelists, David Walton, Gail Martin, Scott Andrews, and moderated by Mark Van Name. And that's all for today. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, hit that subscribe button and share it with all your friends. It goes a long way towards helping people find me. And I'll be back again next Monday with more writing tips and writerly musings. Bye-bye.